Knock, knock. Who's there? Trick or treat. Uh, trick or treat who? Uh, trick or treat uh, for the candy. I, I'm a little bit late. I, I'm a couple days late. Yeah, no, I don't. There's no candy here, friend. I thought, I, you know what had happened is I tested positive for COVID. I'm sorry about that. A couple days before Halloween. Oh, geez. So I figured I'd lay low. Yes, that's you. Gotta have, certainly haven't laid low enough. You're supposed <laughs> to. Oh. Supposed to be a full 14 corn day. I mean, I am wearing a mask. Yeah, but that still doesn't. <laughs> by mask, I mean these Randy Macho Man Savage sunglasses. <laughs> oh, I mean they'll protect your eyes. Yeah, from the sun certainly. <laughs> Um, apologies. I didn't mean to cough right on you. Wow, Bill. Trick or treat. Oh, here we go. Back to the topical. Back very, to the riff. Very topical Only riff. a couple days late. Of the COVID-19. Hey, the COVID knock, positive knock. trick Who's or treat. There? Oh, okay. Yeah, but back up, back up, back up. Knock, knock again. Knock, knock. Hey, turn the light off. Turn, turn it off. I'm not giving these fucks any more candy. It's been three fucking days. They keep coming. Ding dong. Uh, fucking check the ring doorbell camera. Oh, it's Bill. Yeah, he's COVID positive. We we have to use the back door for the next two weeks because this or treat. this asshole is outside looking. Nah, for he has, you know, all jokes aside, obviously I wouldn't show up. Yeah, I was COVID positive. The thing about the thing about Bill Mick Morrow is that he believes all these memes, all these conservatives worrying about, oh no, they're gonna try to give your kids sour patch weed, sour patch kids instead of sour patch. It's too straight. expensive. Nobody's. Spending all that money to get you're a kid out there. You're going fucking door to door going, you got to get them weeds? Yeah, can I have your weed candy? Dude, can I get them weeds candies? Literally took out a second mortgage just to get all, just to pull a goof on these children. I just wanted to get these kids so it's fucked so up. It's so funny if I just it get them high. $16,000. Higher than is enjoyable to them. But, That's funny to me. Uh, a lot of trick-or-treaters down in this, this no. neck of the woods? Let me tell you what happened. Okay, plan dude, please do. Sometimes we get a lot. This year, no. I got like four of them. <laughs> like four children. With a, and then with a BB gun or what? At 8.30 out of nowhere, like four carloads of like a family of kids. Yeah, suck my dick. Not 8.30. Oh, not I gave them like all the candy. Nobody's answering. I'm not answering a door I did. at 8.30. I, I had the light off. I no, turned it on shit. when I saw them. Fuck that shit. Yeah, you're aggressive though. Con- you're probably 8 o'clock. You're on the floor eating that candy yourself. 8, o- eight o'clock is a hard shutdown for trick-or-treat. We no, were, I agree with that. We were I home do. by 7.15. We went out at seven. We're it's, home by seven fifteen. It gets 7:15. too dark too early now, Sean. It gets too dark the, too early. About the way it gets so dark so early. Oh, it's now. the goddamn. It's the goddamn. Uh, what the fuck are we doing? We watched Gentleman's Agreement. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to Oscar watch. Boo England's dead. Bill's dead. I'm dead. We're all dead. Gentleman's oh, Agreement. We're not doing Boo England anymore. That's what we were supposed to talk about. Here's the theme song. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. We're back. It's no longer the scary theme song. Is that what I'm led to believe? No, we're going back to the uh, the original, the original classic. Uh, yeah, the people love it. They clamor for it all. The yeah, time. red Everybody can coke. Says, None of this new coke shit. We're back Everybody to regular. No fucking... more click, clear Pepsi. Get the fuck out of here. Get this shit out of crystal That's Pepsi. Water. Did you say clear you just Pepsi? forgot to? You just couldn't get the red dye number four. Is that, that what? Day. Is that the dye for Pepsi? Probably. I bet there's a yellow. You. I don't. <laughs> I bet they got a red. They got a yellow. The fuck? What are they putting yellow in Pepsi for? It's brown. No, because you mix yellow with red. 
Yeah, I guess. You know Roy G. Biff? You a fan of the Roy G. Biff system of colorment? Yeah, he's a very colorful man. We got you red, and then you got you orange and you yellow. Do it all. And then the G is going to be green. Yep. The blue. Uh-huh. Indigo. Wow. And violet. Watch out. I believe is how you spell the fellow's name. Roy G. Biv, a very colorful man. And then what? let me break it down for you. You're going to use those colors. Did you the get increments it? of those colors, and you're going to make other colors. Bill, I know that you've been doing a lot of storm cleanup, of course. Two boys in a balcony land. We're all very Dude, familiar. The what a storm. storm. Was rocked. How was it not? How, oh, by okay. a nor'easter. I don't understand. I am not. Unconvinced that you have not been hit in the head by a stray branch that fell out of a tree because you are. I might have been. You are in a way tonight, my friend. <laughs> I might have Scatter been. Scattershot. Hit in the says head. It, says it lightly. Hit in the head severely. Uh, just, yeah, you had no power you didn't for. You lose uh, any power, right? You lived no, through it like ca- like a king, like royalty in your fucking the castle. Lights, the lights blinked one time. Oh, and I'm I, sorry to hear that, you and piece I, of shit. And I looked at the fucking circuit box and I said, get your shit together. I'm going to beat the <laughs> fuck out of you. And then it not, said, no. And not then it, here, not now. Uh, two doors down, they lost. Uh, oh, three doors down is a <laughs> popular band. <laughs> yeah, three doors down. They lived two doors down and they lost power. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine how confusing it would be if the members of three doors down lived yeah, two doors Imagine. Down. I live it, friend. You're like, wait a minute. Are you counting my door? You must be counting my door. Dad, can gonna... we go to three doors down? Are you talking? Are you going to go to your friend Colin's house? Or are you going to the three doors down band house that is two doors away? Where are you oh, going? I am in quite a way because this should not be as funny to me as it is. Ah, uh, yeah. If I go crazy, oh. when will you still call me Superman? We've I mean, done at this that riff. point, sure, I will. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll get point. you to shut if the fuck I'm up. I'm already calling you Superman. If that will get you out of my life sooner, I'll call you fucking Batman, <laughs> too. If I'm already referring to you as Superman, there's a good chance If that's... I go crazy, will then you... Well, you're also crazy. He's a crazy man. I, oh, I, we're having fun. I don't got time to make up new nicknames for this fella. Yeah, dude. All the spooky riffs are done. Boo England. Oh, I 3D. still like to slip a spooky riff in if we, I could. Look, hey, was it the strongest lineup of Boo England films? No, Absolutely you know we should have done. Not. Yeah, you know, you get time to think about it now that it's a day in the in we should have watched what, Alien. Aliens. We should have watched Misery. That would have been a good one. Oh, you know, here's the thing: every day with you is fucking misery. Boom, boom. Well, you've been talking to my wife, haven't you? Oh, I have been. What? That no, I've not. I've not been talking to your wife. I've not been close. talking to your wife. <laughs> It cut a little too close to my heart. Your heart. You're cutting too close to my heart. We're here. We are the first week of November, baby. We're back into Oscar watch. Oscar, uh, Oscar watch, yeah. We call it the Academy Awards. The Academy Awards. We're heading up on the uh, the old 2022 20, uh, Oscar There's season, no Billy. 22? Tw- yeah, next 20. January, friend. It's We're getting into awards, proper awards season. All the awards uh, films are coming out. Of course, Dune, uh, my prediction for Best Picture winner of all time. Uh, Bill's got his heart set on the French Dispatch. I think he's going to be French disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I've <laughs> lights camera Jackson. That was pretty good, Sean. Have you, that, were you saving that? Yeah, I'm just, just reading off the script. That. I'm just reading <laughs> off the script. Just reading off the script. It's fresh from the writer's room. Um. Yeah, you got your eyes on any of these other uh, prestige I pictures? I want to see uh, Licorice Pizza. When's that come out? Oh, uh, looking at my notes here, uh, I don't uh, have notes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it better be here within 30 minutes yeah, or, or it's right? going to be free. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, bang, Mike. 
Would you? Uh, let me ask you. Would yeah. you want that pizza hot, or is that a pizza you're gonna eat cold? Licorice flavored pizza? I don't want that at all. That's an anise. They poured sambuca upon your yeah, pizza. Fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, that's what it would be, huh? Yeah. I mean, we used to run a comedy show in oh, Amherst. It's a sambuca flavored sauce. My uh, my senior year of uh, college, me and a young gentleman by the name of Alicia Yaffe, and the guy used to let us drink for free. That's how we got paid, and I was totally content with that. But the guy kept trying to give us sambuca shots all the time. I mean, that's how a lot of comedy is still paid, right? Uh, yeah, not enough, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, yeah, dude, right. dude, I would go to a lot more shows if I knew there were two free drinks sitting there for me. I have a problem. And uh, we're here. I got a, I got a toot, and I don't want to do it on your nice couch. Dude, please don't do it on the couch. I did it. Oh, shit. Throw this couch away. It hurt, too. <laughs> is that bad? That's I keep all of my money in that couch, so oh. I can't throw it away. That's my bank. Oh, that's yeah. smart. You know, because the thieves will go for the mattress. They don't <laughs> yeah. usually check Fucking the couch thieves cushions. Are stupid. They go or, right for the mattress. Or alternatively, oh, I didn't realize all you had was pocket change. Yeah. I keep the jewels in the mattress. Yeah, obviously. well, that's just a fucking lumbar support. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. <laughs> a lot. Because they're big fucking cartoonish gems See, and rubies. Sometimes riffs don't happen correctly okay. but not this time okay this time we pulled it out damn you pulled the fucking cord on the fucking parachute and then you snipped the lines yeah <laughs> like fuck this we're gonna free fall i was like how did the plane get so high oh phew oh we're safe now oh no bill don't, <laughs> don't touch the button yeah uh, we're dead we're happy hey, what does this button do we're here we're in person. We're all hot. in person. We've met. We've never met before. I've nope. never seen your face. I did see you once on television. Yep, twelve years ago. Comedy Central, December fourth, two thousand and nine, at eleven thirty, approximately eleven thirty-five <laughs> p.m. The episode started around eleven. My set didn't go on till about eleven thirty-five. Kyle uh, Kinane, of course. It was with uh, the same episode with Kyle Kinane, the I, great I, Kyle I Kinane. I opened for Kyle Kinane that very Holy episode. Holy moly, dude. He's uh, the best. Jeff died. John Huck, of course, John Huck was there. Vanessa Grabener, of course she was there. That might not be her name. <laughs> of course. Uh, her name was Vanessa, but I can't remember her last name. She had one eye. Me. Uh, Is that a, was that her gimmick? I mean. Uh, like, did she wear a patch? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think her eye was just uh, kind of rolling around loose in her head. Uh, then Kyle Kinane and then Mike E. Winfeld. Great show. Nice time. They all succeeded. I failed. And, uh, we're here though. Failed, Sean. We're closing in on 150 episodes. Do they have podcast. a podcast? They probably all, they do. All, I mean, Boogie Monster podcast, yeah. is pretty good. I know that yeah. one. I bet Jeff has a podcast as well. Hey, Jeff, what's your podcast called? Oh, I'm sorry. Jeff doesn't boundary. have a podcast. He just hosts game shows on NBC. Prime oh, National time. Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> Sean oh. has left the room. <laughs> it's it's kind of rough when you really think about it, huh? <laughs> what game shows is this fellow hosting? Uh, um, Are you smarter than a fourth grader? Win, lose, and win, lose, a draw. Never heard of it. Uh, card sharks. Oh, I'd like to, that's the one where you show up and you go, I got a business idea. I'm yeah, he hosts the game you. show version of Scrabble that Chuck Woolery used to host. Oh, the racist Chuck Woolery. Yes, the that very same. So, uh, I don't know if he's racist. Yeah, he? he's a real bag of shit, allegedly. Why? Everybody's, everybody's been saying it in my book club. Oh, you're yeah. over the book club? Yeah, we're reading the diary of Chuck Woolery. Wow, short read, huh? Yeah. 
Some well, the one of the guys that started the book club used to work for Chuck Waller. Right? Let me ask you this about the book club before I sign up, because I assume recruitment is what comes next. <laughs> I mean, obviously. You're what not leaving kind, here what without... is the potluck situation at the book club? We rotate. What are you bringing? Are we all bring in something. What well, are we doing? What are you bringing? Well, I don't know. I will, hey, I'm happy to follow the rules, but do I need to prepare? How many things can you bring? How often do we meet? I mean, we record once a week. No, oh, it's the book club just me and you. Yeah. Oh, then I'm not bringing shit. <laughs> and the books, it's more movies than books. Yeah, I'm already bringing absolutely everything to it. So. Well, come on, I got, I gave you water. That's I got true. chili in the crock pot. You could have some chili. If oh, you I, Jesus! You, you heard that? that tooth that I had on your couch? You, you want me smell to that? Be ripping oh, a hole some in delicious the chili. Family. Oh, that's your ass. On my couch? Yeah, dude, I got bare ass. I took my pants my off. My mother gave birth in. to me on that couch. Really? It's in fucking great it's condition. In very good condition. Wow. This she, is... her, my mother, not so much, but the couch. Yeah, I know. Rest in peace, fantastic. of course. Fantastic. It only took us 12 minutes, hey, but let we me got ask there. You, if you were to be, give birth to a baby on any furniture that you could. Yeah, what? What's the question? Oh, which piece of furniture? Now, wouldn't it be amazing? You being oh, a boy yeah. <laughs> and then giving birth? <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's. Glazing. So we're on the 20th, 20th anniversary. It's the 20th things. goddamn Academy Awards. They've gone this far, just patting themselves on the back. March 20th, 1948. The Shrine Auditorium. Oh, Los Shriners. The Angeles, California. I, uh, I've been there. I've been there too. Oh, Don't... when at the same time as me, were, were we pitching a show? I was there. I was in San Diego in 2008 for a wedding. Oh shit! Who got married? Elton John. My friend Matt and my friend Leslie. They're one's from uh, Brockton and one is from uh, Raynham, so it was very inconvenient. And uh, and they got married in Los Angeles, California, San Diego, in San Diego. Well, that's where they live. So that's oh, a beautiful country out there. Very beautiful. Uh, and then uh, I believe it's part of this country, but it's beautiful country. I don't know anything about that. Uh, when did you go back? When did you make it? In to 2010, Los after I had made my aforementioned appearance on Comedy Central, and you went out there just to take the city by the ball. I said they're probably going to want to have general meetings. <laughs> Someone's probably. I'm, I better have a spec script. A couple of. Uh, I had an office. I gotta get some headshots taken before Dude, I'm not, I get out there. I'm not fucking shit. I went out with a backpack and I had, <laughs> I had a, I had a, a, a an office uh, spec script that I had written, and I had an, and I, I had an outline for an original pilot. I had no. Oh, uh, it was a pilot. Oh, it's about a young. Let's read the pilot. It was about a young man who works at the uh, Registry of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> And uh, live where you know, right where you know, Sean. And uh, the entire uh, the entire registry. When I used to work at the Registry of Motor Vehicles, they used to do this like once a month. When there'd be a big Powerball jackpot, yeah. they would all pool their money oh, together. No, don't do that. And then they would go and they go, "We'll all pool our money together, and then we'll buy so everybody will put in twenty dollars, and then we'll sue each other, and then we'll and then we'll have so many tickets, we'll definitely win." And I was the only person. That ref- absolutely flat refused to participate every single time they did it. He said, no, I'm I go, not falling for They that. go, Sean, do you want in on the Powerball? I go, no. They go, you know you're the only one that doesn't want in on it. I was like, yeah, but you guys aren't going to win. And they were like, well, not with that attitude. And then they were like, you know. And also not with those numbers. And then they would then they would like come back at me like, well, you know that we're not going to give you any of the money. And I was like, good, because there's not going to be any money. 
I will actually be giving you some money because I still have twenty fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah, then they had fucking seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, and then they all left. So the idea was that uh, the, they did that, but a uh, little fresh boy, based off myself a little bit, refused to play ball, and then he had to work there by himself. And then so that got picked up. Yeah, <laughs> went to series. <laughs> went to series based off of just a just in a meeting. They said greenlit this shit. We'll put this thing right on HBO Max. I was ready to make it right now. I was ready to go. Green light. Shovels in the ground. Let's get this bridge built. <laughs> so I know I know. sometimes I don't like to. <laughs> so did you just wind up throwing that backpack in the Los Angeles River? <laughs> <laughs> I slept on Dave Walsh's couch for a week, and then I drove down to San Diego for a night. I met uh, no one in the industry. <laughs> Turns out they were all in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out, uh, turns out uh, that they were not. They were not uh, waiting on a boy from the South Shore of Massachusetts <laughs> with two shitty scripts in his backpack to come uh, to launch the next wave. So you've heard of Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah. I was like, you guys know at the end of Goodwill Hunting how like Goodwill Hunting isn't there anymore, and then they were like, I'm gonna stop you there. His name's not Goodwill <laughs> Hunting, and then they asked me to leave. <laughs> they go, his name's Jay. It's just Will Hunting, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's Goodwill Hunting. It's right in the title, you idiot. I've seen the movie three times, dude. I know. You know, you know when Matt Matt Damon's character Good, you know how at the end of the Good. movie. <laughs> You know, at the end of the movie that uh, Ben Ben Affleck's character uh, is like, uh, I, I my the best part of my day is the uh, two seconds where I pull up to your house and you haven't come outside yet. You know when I think you might be dead. Yeah, <laughs> you're just inside because of a heroin you're overdose. Probably on the floor. Just fucking a puddle of blood pouring out of your mouth. But I'm just so like, oh, he finally oh, did it. Good oh, shit, here he goes. Good, finally fucking <laughs> left town. We don't ever. We don't actually see good take. Oh no, he gets in the car and he drives off, good. right? <laughs> yeah, you see him driving down the highway to the uh, Miss Misery song. It's insane that we did it's a, a great ending on that. We did man. an entire episode on Goodwill Hunting, and it never once occurred to yeah, it never. It was no, the episode ninety nine, baby. When did we do Goodwill Hunting? I want to listen <laughs> over the course <laughs> of the pandemic. But at no point did we think it make any effort to go like we can I think we referred to him as Goodwill Hunting, but we never referred to him as just good. Do over. Good. Uh good riff. I can't believe that they didn't pick up this show. Yeah, I can't believe that they didn't even uh meet with me about it. They didn't even uh And I then nine eleven happened. I put on Facebook that I was gonna be oh, in man, LA. Yeah. You ever go on that place? And before? MGM, Warner Brothers, nobody even looked. They didn't even care. Told them I had a layover at LAX. I I'll said be I've there. got one shitty spec script of the pilot of <laughs> my DMV show, and then another one about the office. It's a very popular show. It's in season five. What if the office took place at the registry of motor vehicles. I'll be honest, that I don't have I don't think I have a copy of either of those things. They're on the Oh, find it. Rewrite they're on, it. They're on a desktop computer that we uh we threw away. Because it was so bad. No, I say I just I don't think the computer fucking worked anymore. Your wife was like, Yeah, that script, we're not gonna keep that, right? No, 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 no. Put that with the baby picture. <laughs> Let's just them. get it yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, all the all the ugly baby pictures. Yeah, that one didn't come. Not all the 
Man, I can't even remember what the fucking... Keep talking for a minute. Uh, yeah, we're going to watch Bill now uh, stumble in his pajamas and his Crocs over to the... Where's he going? Over to get himself uh, his... Oh, he's getting a tissue. And he's cutting up a line of some kind of white powder. It is confirmed that is confectioner sugar. He's just fucking sucked up his nose like like a little baby. Sometimes I like to do a nummy. Like <laughs> confectioner sugar. Oh, a what? A nummy. What the hell's a nummy? It up in your gums. Oh, sure. So your gums are all sweet. Nice. I love that. And then you're like licking your lips yeah, later like a horse. Like, oh, did somebody just make fried dough in here? Mm, did a Keebler elf come in my mouth? They come dust. I, um. You're so quick and vulgar. Yeah, it always comes to come with me. And uh, it always comes to come. Come, come, come. Look, you spelled it a couple different ways there. The 1948 Academy Award. The 20th, man. One more year, and this, these Academy Awards are going to be fucking getting lit. You would figure at some point there would have been like, we've been doing this long enough. Let's yeah. cut the shit. Yeah, it's not like we're going to make any more movies. Stop giving trophies to ourselves. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, oh shit, we haven't done this in a while. Oh, it's a Boondock Saints, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Does it make it into the movie loft? Uh, How many Dropkick Murphys are you going to give this thing? It's a Dunkachino for me, baby. Oh yeah, this is a fucking Dunkachino. This is a Mary Lou's Funky Fanabla. Boy, we're having fun here, folks. We're having they fun. They do. Uh, some of it takes place in Connecticut, right? Oh, I don't. Was it mostly shit. based what? in New York? I believe it was mostly based in New York. But that's not a that's not a criteria for our program anymore. Oh no, but it would be a oh, criteria for the oh, it qualifies. Let's uh, let's see if some of these other ones qualify. I don't know the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all (laughs) children of all ages, drum roll, please. Skadoo. Bishop's Wife, directed by Henry Coster. Oh, yeah, he directed her. An Episcopal Bishop, Henry Broman. David Niven, get out of here. Has been working for months on the plans for an elaborate new cathedral, which he hopes will be paid for by primarily by a wealthy, stubborn widow. He's losing sight of his family and of why he became a churchman in the first place. Enter Dudley, an angel sent to help him. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, Dud- it's like uh, Dudley it's a wonderful help. life. Dudley helps everyone he meets, but not necessarily in the way they would have preferred. With the exception of Henry, everyone loves him. But Henry begins to believe that Dudley is there to replace him, both at work and in his family's affection as Christmas approaches. What the fuck is this movie about? You didn't watch it, right? No. It's on uh, Prime. I watched half of it and bailed. So David Niven is a is a bishop, and yeah. he thinks Cary Grant, an angel, is all come he wants to fuck to his do, wife. All he wants to do is raise money to build a new cathedral. Okay, and uh, Cary Grant shows up to. Uh, he's an angel. He's it's like a fucking. Oh, we, you don't have to tell me that. I yeah, know right. Goddamn, You've seen him. Fucking angel. Uh, beautiful man. And he kind of winds up like working for David Niven. 
but he's also like hanging out the, with the wife and just fucking throwing down, you know, just bone town probably. Okay, yeah, just bone town. Well, I d- look did not uh, expect. But that. I only got halfway there, so I'm assuming at the end of it, the cathedral falls and crushes everybody. Of course, the bishop's wife is remade uh, in 1996. Uh, Penny Marshall, the great Penny Marshall, oh, great Laverne Penny Marshall. or Shirley. Shamil Shamazel. Uh, Austin Pfeffer Incorporated. She directs. We're uh, going to do it <laughs> on your market set. Let's go now. This is only only as any relevance to me because of. Got a dream. Wayne's World. No now. Gonna make our remember dream that, come true. That, Doing it our way. That part of Wayne's World where they do the, the opening credits of Laverne and Shirley. Nothing's gonna turn us back now. When they're on the way that straight way. ahead and on the track now. Alice Cooper concert. We're Al- gonna make our dreams come true. Alice Cooper. Anyway, and we'll the bishop's wife way, becomes yes, the preacher's wife way. in 1996, starring Denzel Washington, Whitney Houston, and Courtney B. Vance. Hey, I apologize. Sometimes you just gotta let the smoke burn off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> is oh, is that what's happening here? Running on vapors at some points. Crossfire. Oh, the legal thriller starring Matthew Modine. I don't think so, but let's find out. Uh, Crossfire, directed by Edward. Holy fucking shit. It's Edward Morrow? No, dude, it's all consonants. It's D-M-Y-T-R-Y-K. Dimitrik? I don't know. A man is murdered, apparently by one of a group of soldiers just out of the army. But which one? And why? Crossfire. I think I think that's another uh, anti-Semitism film. It is. Uh, and I believe you may have seen it, or you've checked it off on the uh, old Spreaderino. Oh. Well, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hey, look at that. Who's I, in it? Who's... who's uh, who are the actors? Yeah, the, Name a couple people. You know what? You it. may you may have been too high and uh, put the Y next to Crossfire instead of the Bishop's Wife. No, I haven't mocked the Bishop's Wife. Uh, I only watched Crossfire. You're going to get caught up in it. Robert Young, Robert Mitchum, and oh, Robert yeah. Ryan. I remember that now. The Three Roberts. The Three Roberts. It was on Criterion for a while. Uh, it might be back on there. They got the no, Mitchum. I'm looking here. It's not. They got the 30 Mitchum films they just put I'm on. I'm fucking looking here, Bill, and it's not. They got the Elias, Elia Kazan. Is that how you pronounce it? Elia Kazan. Elia Kazan. You fucking simpleton. On the waterfront, you bag of shit. Oh, goodness. Why? Why so mean? Me or you? Oh, yeah, me. Just kind of talking to myself. We're going to make it. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't. uh, What? I saw Crossfire. It was a good movie. Get caught up in it. Crossfire. Great Expectations. Directed by David Lean. I think my tabs are all over the place. Is Great Expectations. That's Charles Dickens, right? That's a damn Charles Dickens classic. In the Dickens adaptation, Orphan Pip discovers through lawyer Mr. Jaggers that a mysterious benefactor wishes to ensure that he becomes a gentleman. Reunited with his childhood patron, Miss Havisham, and his first love, the beautiful but emotionally cold Estella, he discovers that the elderly spinster has gone mad from having been left at the altar as a young woman and has made her charge into a warped, unfeeling heartbreaker. 
Uh, was there an, is this a remake? Did we already cover a rendition of this? No, we have done the Charles Dickens that we have done. We've done Wuthering Heights. We've done uh, David Copperfield. Um, Great Expectations has not come up yet. Uh, they did a remake in the 90s with Ethan Hawke and Gwyneth Paltrow. Let me ask you. These... Okay. <laughs> Are any of these books like uh, exist in the same universe? Is Miss Havisham in uh, any of the other ones? Or is that just... I think I it's a that reference. Something else? It was in a reference uh, to something I was uh, reading the other day. Somebody referenced that they didn't want to turn into a Miss Havisham, but I didn't understand what that meant. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, no, that name is just, uh, I think, a, re- a shortcut that we don't understand because Great Expectations is a book and we never fucking read. Uh, this is like the second nomination uh, David Lean film. Uh, we're going to get into him pretty heavy. This is his second nominee? What was the first one? Um, I think he did the fucking... Uh, oh, the fucking... Uh. No, 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 no. Um, oh, no, this is his first, if I'm reading this correct. Wait a minute. He Did he do Stasky and Hutch? No, A Passage to India, uh, Bridge Over the River Kwai, Lawrence Oh, of that's a good one. Dr. Zhivago. We're going to get into this guy later. Bye, bitch. That's hurtful. Final nominee, Miracle on 34th Street, directed by George Seaton. Chris Seton Kring. Hall? Chris? Is this the guy that they made that Crit? invented Seton Hall at the university? Yes. Chris Kringle, seemingly the embodiment of Santa Claus, is asked to portray the jolly old fella at the Macy's following his performance on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. His portrayal is so complete that many begin to question if he is truly Santa Claus, while others question his sanity. I mean, he's telling people he's Santa Claus. Yeah, it's dude. not like people questioning whether he is. And then it turns out he is Santa Claus. So I still don't think it turned out to be like that you think he just gave those people a house we literally watched the end of the movie where it turns out he was santa claus yeah he embezzled money oh from macy's oh do you think that that's ha- how what, what i took from it did Gimbals. that that all happened off screen Gimbals, the department store is involved in that it as is. well the rival uh that movie also remade in the 90s uh with elf yeah as elf <laughs> you're right Elf was not a lot of people. A lot of people think that the the Sean, one. Sean, I just guessed that. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I didn't think that you were just like, oh just, yeah, this I is. I just it. guessed it. This is it. Sometimes I just think of things and say them. I'm well, well fucking aware. Without even thinking about a much, just uh, one time. Edmund Gwen, he gets a goddamn best supporting actor win. That is Santa Claus, Chris right? Chris Kringle, baby. He wins that statuette. He's very good in it. Peels the foil right off, eats the chocolate on stage. Dude, back when you could just eat chocolate and not gain weight. Shit. You wouldn't gain weight because it had cocaine in it. Because you're just fucking constant, just full you of would laxatives. Just be literally. Uh, Ronald Coleman, he wins uh, Best Actor for a Double Life. Of course we love Ronald Coleman. Different strokes. No, that's Gary Coleman. Sometimes you gotta go. Is this riff worth it? Is this gonna? Is this gonna just? I enjoyed it. Is this just gonna? Ex- I think people on my generation will enjoy it. Oh, I bet they're like, ha, 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 he's yeah. Heading. I get that one. Well, I, I bet a few of them will actually say out loud, "What you talking about, Bill? You hear? You hear he died? Who? Gary Coleman? 
Yeah, that happened yeah, a they, long time they, ago. They put him in. I put him in a in a in a Coleman cooler. In a what? In a Coleman Coleman cool, cooler. In a what? Did you? In, in a. It's all about timing. Loretta Young wins the Best Actress. Uh, She's coal miner's daughter. No. That's Loretta. You know what, dude? I don't. Maybe it is. No, that's Loretta Lynn. Oh, well, then why would she fucking. Have you ever seen Coal Miner's Daughter? Shut your mouth. No. I wish. Great film. We'll cover it at some, yeah. Probably. I think it's uh, nominated. Tommy Lee Jones is Loretta Lynn. She won Sissy Spacek. Oh, Sissy Spacek is Loretta Lynn. And Tommy Lee Jones is. As Mr. Loretta Lynn. Young Loretta Lynn. Dooley, I think his name was. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, of course, goes to Celeste Holm from the Academy Award-winning film of 1940-whatever-eight, Gentleman's Agreement, directed by Ilya Kazan. It's Gentleman's Agreement, a movie that you... An agreement between gentlemen. Two gentlemen. Turns out this Gentleman's Agreement, not not so nice, in my opinion. Wank. In my estimation, this gentleman's agreement is null and or void. Uh, yeah, this is wink. This That's is my gentleman's agreement. I look at you and we say, "Hey, we know what's going on." I refuse to make eye contact. We understand what's happening here, right? You Gregory Peck, Dorothy McGuire, John Garfield, Celeste Holm, and Revere, June. What is wrong Havoc, with you, Albert Decker? Shane Wyatt, Slow Dean down. Stockwell, Nicholas. Oh, Dirty Joy, Dean Stockwell Sam is a baby Jaffe. boy. I just ran through the damn cast. I ran through the whole fucking thing. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, take care. Uh, no, Dean guys. Stockwell was an old man even as a young boy, dude. dude. This guy's had a seventy-year career. Insane. Uh, this is not even the first movie that he's been in. That we've covered? I don't think so. I think he, uh, I'm looking him up right now. Of course, Dean Stockwell, of course, everybody knows his Al Leap. from Quantum Leap, baby. So good. Uh, he was Brother Cavill on Battlestar Galactica. He's in Blue Velvet. Uh, he's this is a great actor. I always love uh, when Dean Stockwell shows up in a damn movie. In a fucking fiction. I mean, he's like eight years old or something. He's a little, he's a little, little fella. Guy. He was in Anchors Away, which we uh, I think right. we both started to watch, and then we quickly stopped. Um, that was in 1945. That's, is that Edward G. Robinson? Is that's a musical? No, that's right? the musical. And we Fred were just Astaire. Like, Fuck this shit. Fred Astaire and no Gene Kelly and uh, Sinatra. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, we both bailed on yeah, that. Yeah, we said right? fuck that shit. Yo, I ain't watching this shit. Are they gonna shoot anybody in the face? I asked. I thought this was a World War II picture. Yeah. Why? How come these fellows are soft? Yeah. Why are they having shore leave? They should be on the boats. Uh, yeah. So, gentlemen's agreement. Had you ever heard of this movie before? Uh, n- I don't believe so. Neither had I. I mean, I had never seen it. Absolutely. Uh, it's directed Definitely by Elia Kazan. The uh, on the waterfront. Yeah, on the waterfront. Um. Uh, oh, uh, ratting out on naming names in front of Huac. Oh, right. He was yeah. uh, he was one of those fellas. That he got an honorary Oscar. Particular. He got an honorary Oscar in the last, like, I think, 10, 15 years. And there was like a big hubbub about that, that people weren't going to they were going to walk out of the room while they gave it. or They weren't going to stand up because yeah. uh, he's a fucking rat bitch. Oh, I'll tell you who isn't a best boy. Mm. Yeah. 
Do you I'll tell any, you who isn't a key grip. Uh, Mr. Elia Kazan, do you know any communists? Yeah, and I've got all the names yeah, right list. here. Here you go. I have a list. It's all of the, uh, yeah. A uh, bunch of people from this film, because this uh, film deals with anti-Semitism and progressive themes, it was deemed as, uh, um, it became it came under the, uh, the uh, eye of uh, the uh, House on American Activities uh, Commission. And um, I'm just trying to get the list of people that got called because it wasn't just Elia Kazan. He was. Just, I mean, I'm sure they called uh, Gregory Pack. He was the only one that. Uh, no, I think some of the bigger name people don't get called because it's just like, what are you gonna fucking? You can't. Gregory Peck's a big, uh, big time actor now. Yeah, but that's what McCarthy was going for. You know, that pack um, of shit. Yeah, I'd fight Joe McCarthy. In, in addition to winning Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Supporting Actress, it was one of the highest grossing films in 1947. The political nature of the film, however, upset the House Un-American Activities Committee. With Elia Kazan, the director, Daryl Zanuck, the uh, producer, John Garfield, who plays uh, the friend, and Anne Revere, who plays the mother, all being called to testify before the committee. It's so fucking silly. Uh, Anne Revere refused to testify. Uh, and although, uh, did she get blacklisted? Yeah. Um, that's insane, dude. This John, fucking... John Garfield appeared, but he refused to name names. Um, and they were both, uh, put on the blacklist. John Garfield stayed on there for a year, but then he died like, uh, two years later. So he's dead. Hi, Nicole. Hi. He's dead. Just talking Nicole. about, just talking about a dead. We're just talking about, uh, the house. Skin heavy, you know. American. Well, well, how how would you describe it to her? Tell her well, she's never going to listen. Your wife so doesn't know about the House on American Activities. Oh, she does. She's actually turned me into it once. Oh, oh shit. yeah. She should do it again. She's like, you can't burn a flag, and I'm like, I need to start a fire right now. Oh, yeah, wait, we're at the flag store. <laughs> yeah, we have all these extra flags. I don't. Oh. She keeps looking at us. And pissed I, her I, off. And I, I feel like we're under. Now we're under. No, now, it's we're, fine. now we're trying to perform. It's now fine. I. Uh, um. Oh. She's gone. She's gone. Thank God. You can go back to being extremely funny. Un. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like the Michigan J Frog. <laughs> I can't perform when someone's watching. Uh, That's how it is sexually as well. Um. Yeah, so John Garfield was in a he was in four sisters or four daughters that uh, I watched that you did not from a couple of years back. And uh Is that was, a Western? No, no, no. It was like a weird, like kind of musical. It was a very like sweet suburban movie. Right. And he comes in as like this kind of like oh, is uh that, that's not uh Claude Rains was the dad and then Oh Claude Rains, all right. I was thinking of uh, uh but this guy John Garfield, he's got like a real like James Deany vibe to him. He just he died Oh, isn't that young. what happened to James Deeney? Oh, he did die young. Um, but he, John Garfield, I think, could have been a little Brando if uh, he had uh, lived a little longer. But he didn't. Um, yeah, let's That's get sad for his family. It was sad for his family. They were very, <laughs> you know, what? very that upset. Was. You know who else was upset? Odie, his owner, the John Garfield's. <laughs> John Garfield's the actor's name that died. Okay. Sean, how did you just pull oh. that together with your Chris Pratt imitation? Just, oh, man. 
I am Garfield. Oh, dude, he's gonna <laughs> fucking rip it up as Garfield. I'm so excited. That was my Keanu Reeves as Garfield. Oh, dude, Keanu. Hey, I'm Garfield. Oh, I'm Garfield Wick. Whoa, whoa. How did you do that? How did you just whoa. become Garfield Wick? Whoa, I love lasagna. Whoa, <laughs> I hate Mondays. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, I hate Mondays. Whoa. Oh, it's like I cannot even stand Mondays. Whoa, somebody killed the dog. It doesn't matter, because I'm Garfield. I'm not going to John Wick everybody. Oh, Slack, I love lasagna so much. Uh, Keanu Reeves, star of uh, the new Matrix movie. Coming out in a couple weeks, Billy. I'm very excited. There's a new Matrix movie coming out in oh. a couple weeks that you're very excited for. Yeah, Sean. dude, and it's going to be on HBO Max same day as oh, it's Oh, my theaters. goodness, I have that. But I think, I think I'm going to go to the movie theater. Oh, come on. We'll I watch think, it in the um, basement. I think I'm going to go to the IMAX and come see this on, thing. Come on. You know what? You don't have to go to an IMAX. You just What you do is you but that's watch what I, it. I want to go to the IMAX. You watch it on the TV, and you just close one eye. I Everything's think bigger in the other eye. I mean, my depth perception is bad with both eyes open. I can't depth ma- perception? Depth perception. And also death. I, I can perceive it. I go to I get I get a sty in my eye. I can't open it. I go to awake. Hey, I think the guy's you, alive. What would you do for something like that? Would you just reach in and try to pull it out? Or the sty go, in my eye. Yeah. Oh, a hot tea bag. That'll get rid of a sty. Oh God, that's gross. Hot tea bag. That's when a gentleman puts take a balls lighter. on you. <laughs> take a lighter. <laughs> Heat up a sack, throw that thing on your eye. That sty's gone, baby. That is a gentleman's agreement. Philip Schuyler Green is a widow journalist who's just moved to New York City with Hold his... Hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Oh, so, okay. How many people in this movie got blacklisted? Uh, just the two, I think. And then maybe Daryl Zanuck, but... And because uh, Ann just fucking... He rat, just fucking named names, and everybody. then he just, he just went on to make movies. And it was from this movie that it happened. This, yeah, the same year. And we're the first people to mention this to anybody. The, for nobody we're else has known about this story. fucking guy or naming names. It's never been a controversy yeah, before. This is pretty now. crazy. I think we cancel him. This is probably what's going to break this podcast hey, nationally. Hey, hey, Ilya Kazan. You're done. You're canceled. You're suspect you right canceled. now. You're canceled. Pack it in. Philip Schuyler Green. Uh, played I bet by- he just. I bet he just signed up for Substack, though. Yeah, just got to do his good old Substack. He's on Parlor or whatever. Uh, Truth.org. What do you call it? Parlor living room. Parlor den TV room. It? What do you call it? A conversation pit? Uh, Gregory Peck. Well, I'm going to get past the first sentence of this summary. <laughs> it fucking kills me. Gregory Peck. He's a journalist. He moves to New York with his kid, played by Dean Stockwell, and his mom, who he Could is. Could you please kiss refer on the mouth, to him as Dirty Dean Stockwell? Kiss on the mouth close with his mother. Oh, really? Um, She's only 13 years older than him. And for a while, I thought it might have been his wife. Yeah, he seems, uh, Gregory Peck seems like he's always uh, 74 years old. He's yeah. an old-ass guy. Uh, he gets a- Goddamn he, Atticus Finch, He's brother. a writer. He meets uh, a writer. Uh, he meets with a publisher named John Minifee, who, uh, who commissions him to write an article on anti-Semitism. And here's where this movie uh, introduces its uh, very- very subtle themes. Um, I felt like this movie had the energy of an after-school special trying to teach people about hate crimes for the first time. Like, yeah, I mean that's what it was. It's just it's, post-World War II when you when know people were like, "What are Jews? I'd never heard of those." When they're like, "Well, they were on the boat that America turned around oh. and sent back." Oh, that's what those people were. Yeah, so. Uh, the the film deals with uh, ideas of anti-Semitism. Um, 
and uh, trying to expose it and how prevalent it is in society. It is not a subtle movie, but I think at the time, that's what they needed. Yeah, and it's doing it from a point of, I'm not Jewish. Of course, and we're watching this movie in 2021, when, of course, anti-Semitism is a thing of the past. That's all. Everything. All done. Settled. Um, But I have, I take issue with... The way that oh, they here it comes. Here, here we comes. go. Why do they got to put these people in movies? Uh, I I think that they they deal with like there's scenes later on where like the guy the whole idea is the guy soul mans this thing, and he pretends to be Jewish, and then they. Uh, I mean that's exactly what it is. And it's, yeah, but he's not trying to get into college. He's just trying to expose it. No, as a he's bad trying thing. to get paid. And That's become true. famous off writing, and he's trying to get, he's just doing it for the likes. And uh, he, t- his son, at some point, has to pretend that he's also Jewish, and then he tries to like explain. He doesn't explain that like well, the wife, ex- the wife does the yeah. She's we'll get to this fucking bitch. All right, but whoa, but the way that In they this like day and age, Sean, the way the way I mean, she's a fucking full on bitch. Yeah, she's so horrible. The way that they like they kind of discuss it. It never has like a. You know, Tommy, uh, all people are people. It doesn't matter. There's no difference. We're all the same. They don't handle it like that. They handle it more of like, well, Tommy, Jews are good. Some people think they're bad, but they are They are still very different than us. But we like them. That's like, it's like, it's, you guys are so close. You're so yeah, well, I close. Think, I think uh, Gregory Peck ha- says it more diplomatically than that. But it's not a little bit. Yeah, but it's the, not the the wife, his wife, the mother. Oh, I got like confused who. Yeah, it's not his wife. It's his girlfriend. And she is the mother. The no. kids who no, the kid's mother's dead. Oh, that's ha- that's that hard is, to live. That up is sad to grow up. With yeah. Your I bet you want to watch this now. You know, it's an orphan. Story. <laughs> now that I do, I'm I'm never going to rewatch this movie. By um, the way. So he's going to write an article on anti-Semitism, and he can't figure out, what is he going to write? How is he going to write this? I'm not Jewish. How can I figure this out? So he decides. What if I pretend to be Italian? (laughs) Do you think that'll do it? Maybe I'll stand around with some Italians, and they'll say something anti-Semitic, and I can write it down. Uh, That's not really going to give people the perspective that they want. That's going to give them new slurs. What if I told everybody I was left-handed? Oh, I know. I'll tell everybody that I'm Jewish. Holy moly, you can't do that. And then I'll document says. the way people treat me like shit. And then I'll turn it into an article, and then I'll get paid money. I might even win an award. Probably not. Um, He meets uh, the publisher's niece is Kathy. She, that's, that's her, right? That's Kathy. She's a, she's a divorcee. She's a preschool teacher. Um, and she is the one that originally suggested the idea of writing a story about anti-Semitism. Now, based upon all of her actions in the film, I assume that she wanted to write a pro-anti-Semitism <laughs> yeah, right. article, which that is thwarted right away because this guy recognizes that it's bad, but she does not care for she the never Jewish really, people. <laughs> yeah, Holy she shit. never really explains how she wanted the article to go. But yeah, I would I would assume it would be different. I would put money on her going to her uncle and be like, you know, there's a lot of anti-Semitism going around. But could not be enough. more. <laughs> not enough. Barely. Um, 
So he, they all agree that they, they, uh, they're gonna create this l- fake lie where he's Jewish and they're not gonna tell anybody he's not Jewish. Like I don't understand. First of all, when he goes to this, when Gregory Peck goes to this meeting, like he's supposed to be some like hotshot writer. Yeah. And he shows up, and the lady's like, so what are you working on now? He's like, oh, I'm not writing anything. I'm just waiting to get somebody to ask me to write something. It's like, you're always supposed to be writing, you idiot. Come well, on. You ain't writing a novel or okay, something. Okay, so I, I believe, based on a conversation he has with his son early in the movie, that the mother has just died. He's a recent widow. Yeah, so and he's got all these thoughts in his head. He's and now he's, now he's a single a father. A erotic fan fiction. He's a father in the 40s. You know, they never mm. interacted with their kids, and now he's got to take care of one. Oh, brother. Yeah. So I think he probably has been in uh, kind of a, a, like a low period. He needs to get a wife. He needs to get a damn wife. Um, so he uh, he starts just living as a Jew, and every time he meets the people in the the magazine staff, I don't think you can say it like that. I I mean <laughs> I, really, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know, but I don't I don't feel comfortable with you Neither saying it. Neither do like I. That. I said it with a hard J, and uh, I think even with a soft J, it's gonna come off. Goose. Um, he uh, he goes to the magazine staff, and they're all making. You know, jokes about Jewish things, and he's like, "Well, I'm Jewish," and then they go, "I didn't mean anything by it." Bye. Which is weird because it seems like a lot of the people that he talks to there, when they introduce themselves, have names that sound like they could be Jewish to me. Problematic thing you just said. I wasn't listening. What was it? I don't know. I don't listen. Um. He meets his uh, his secretary, his receptionist, played by June Havoc, who uh, she is also, turns out, she is Jewish, but she pretends yeah. not to be Jewish. She's from, like, uh, Polish. Uh, yeah, but she's not even doing it to write a newspaper article. She's just doing it to get a job. Yeah, just to live the life of uh, Riley. Yeah, she, she explained that when she applied for the job, she sent two letters, one with her real name and one with a non- uh, non-ethnic sounding name yeah, which is exactly what he's telling her to do like right. he's he's just taking the ideas so she's she's kind of like a self-hating jewish person or well, not self-hate or doesn't identify publicly um uh some of the other uh wacky uh, misadventures this guy gets to uh um, i mean and this is like right after world war Two, too like i i think that that can't be overemphasized with the, you know, uh, like the Im- it, it had a lot to yeah, do yeah. with the immigration. Like, of people, course, yeah, 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 people were fucking scared. It's like it, like it happens with everything. Yeah, of course, yeah. it's the same as uh, the people coming over the same as it ever was. Nine hundred unvaccinated yeah. immigrants are coming to yeah. Massachusetts. Oh, the caravan! Oh no! Wow, this happened. Somebody said this to me today. They're like, aren't you worried? They're not even vaccinated. They're coming here. It's like, first of all, you don't believe in the vaccine. So what the fuck do you care? They're actually uh, patriots. And as far as you're concerned, second of all, you're not vaccinated. So what's it matter? And uh, I get this, gang. You're not going to run into any of these 900 uh, immigrants because guess what? You don't run in immigrant circles. That's the (laughs) you typically are only hanging out with other white people. So I think you'll be fine. I think it's not going to really affect your life. Also, yeah, until I have to let them live in my house. What if they're bagging my groceries? I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Market Basket only hires teenagers. 
Same as it ever was. 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 Uh, so uh, another thing Gregory Peck does is, is uh, when he finds out about the anti-Jewish hiring practices, he, he goes right to the publisher, uh, the guy who hired him, this Minifee. His, uh, his, yeah, because uh, she, she sent the, the, the company. That was the company that she sent it to, right? Yes, yeah. And then he goes, well, this is fucking, I'm going to get this figure. And then he comes back and tells her that they're going to put an ad in saying they encourage people of all, uh, I don't, I can't remember how they worded it. It said uh, that uh, religious background does, doesn't matter. Yeah. And then she gets all up. She's like, well, what, what do you, what do you mean? What if, what if they let in the wrong types of Jews here? Yeah. Like they, they get very, uh, pretty colorful with the language. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, racial, not, uh, Anti-Semitic terminology gets thrown around. Words I won't say here, even though words I, that I you know them. <laughs> yeah, I know them. Obviously, <laughs> um, just throw a couple bleeps in so it sounds like we're saying something. Bleep, 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 bleep. Um, he uh, but yeah, she does not like that idea of uh, no. She's like, and then he's like, shut up, shut up, idiot. To anybody, shut up, idiot, and and go take dictation or whatever the hell it is you do. Um, you idiot. He uh he meets the uh, fashion editor uh, Anne Detry, played by Celeste Holm, in an Academy Award winning performance. She won it, huh? Yep. Uh, she becomes his good friend, yeah, and she's uh, very good in this. And uh, spoiler alert: Lava. absolutely one hundred percent should be the girl that he ends up with. Oh uh, yeah. Like I was like, you now you want to also she's you a woman, wanna, not a girl. You're you're still you sure you're still in love with the divorcee preschool stick in the mud? Not this uh, fucking rich, hot, freewheeling, life living. Nicer. Yeah, beautiful, nice lady. Okay. Whatever you say, pal. Uh, they're sitting around one day. His childhood friend Dave shows up. Uh, Dave is, a, is also a Jew, is, is an actual Jewish man. He just got uh, discharged from the military. Dude, he reminds me of Homer from Best Years of Our Lives. Yeah, he's played by the great. Not a great actor. No, he's a great actor. He, is he a great actor? Yeah, Who is this John, Garfield, he, uh, John Garfield. John Garfield. Oh, from the from the from the from the very, cartoon. The very conversation that we've had six times. Holy he gets nominated boy. for best actor for a different film this year called Body and Soul. All right, he he kind of felt like a home. Uh, yeah, he's he's got an acting style that does not fit with what what else is what Gregory he, Peck's done. What's his uh, big movies? Uh, I'll tell you. Gentleman's Agreement. I'll fucking tell you, Gentleman's Agreement. Forrest Gump. No, he, he died when he was 38, so uh, he dies in 1952. Let's see. Poetic uh, Justice. He gets Academy 1952? Award. 1952? Academy Award nominations for uh, his performance in Four Daughters, which is very good. All right. Uh, in Body and Soul, which is this year. I'm um, just going to scan down, see if I recognize any of these things. Nope. No, nope. Uh, Postman always rings twice. Oh, all right. Was he the lead in that? Uh, I mean, how the fuck would I know that? Jesus. Just fucking click on it. Oh, okay. You don't have to tell me. I don't. Uh, I he don't is. Give a shit. Lana Turner and John uh, Garfield. He could have been a Brando. He's got like that kind of naturalistic acting style that that dude Homer did, only because that yeah. guy Homer didn't know how to act. He was just being himself. Uh, and it kind of sticks out in this movie because every Gregory Peck is such a stilted fucking windbag. What'd you say? He died in fifty two. Yeah, he died Pretty at the age of thirty eight. 
No shit, huh? Was uh, that an accident or was he uh, sickly? I cancer, I believe. Ah, uh, man. But that's when they had medical cigarettes back then. Yep. They were like, oh my gosh, you have lung cancer. You need oh, to smoke. Or you should smoke these. They're lighter on the chest. Um, I think that's what it was. It could, you know what? Could have been a goddamn uh, car accident. Could have been a suicide. Uh, I mean, it would fit. It seems like a James Dean thing, right? 38's fucking young, man. Um, that's you, right? That's you. You're a 38 year old boy. Why would you fucking bring that I'm into it, you <laughs> fucking bag no, of I shit? Just, Holy shit. I apologize. You look fucking mid 40s, if anything, but. Was that uh, hurtful enough to smooth it out? Uh, wasn't great. Did you figure out how he died? Is that what you're looking I'm at? I'm trying to read. Or have it. you had an aneurysm? Are you fucking trying to so read it quietly? Much is happening. All right, let's just skip on to the next part. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, he died, and uh, rip. Uh, it looks like it was heart problems or some shit. So been not there. cancer at I've all. Been there, you're Sean. off the hook, cancer. Been there. You go in there. You don't know what's happening. They tell you they're gonna have to put a stent in. They tell you they're gonna have to go through your groin. So they shave a, you know, right. they gotta no, shave a patch. No. This is too much. They gotta I shave would, a patch, and I then rather, they wind I would up going through your wrist. They wind up going through your wrist. And you're like, why did you shave my bush if you're going through my ghost wrist? butt fucking? And they each were other. like, oh, you it's have just to stop describing how you had in surgery through like, your fucking testicles. I didn't. They wind up going through my wrist. Great. They, how was that the second choice? How is it wrist or testicles? That's what I'm asking. All right. Dave's childhood friend, Dave. Dave shows up, and uh, he's in his military uniform all the time. He's got a job all offer. He's got a job offer in Connecticut. All he needs to do is get a house. <laughs> Shit. And he's going to bring his family, and they're going to live nearby. Back when houses cost $7,000. Yeah, all you needed was like 63 bucks, And you just got out of the military, so you said, hey, Uncle Sam said I could have a house. And they're like, oh, of course, right this way. Oh, wait a minute. Um, so uh, they, go out to, they go out to eat, and uh, they run into some anti-Semitism because someone identifies him somehow. And calls them all kinds of nasty words, and then is this not at the Flume Inn, right? No, no. That's this Atlanta. is when they're eating dinner. I think it's their first night out on the town, and a guy comes up and he he says that. Oh, dude, he's the one that he says to Dave, right? I don't like offices. Yeah, I especially don't like. Uh, yep. Uh, he says some kind of word, probably. Uh, short for Yiddish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Dave gets, uh, they get into But just like out of nowhere, dude. Like Real what? fucking weird. Yeah. That's like a lot and of the, Even the people that's with the dude are like, dude, what is your fucking fuck, problem, dude? A lot of the, uh, a lot of the examples in this movie are like really, really shoehorned in. Yeah. And and I'm not trying to, to say that it's like anti-Semitism is still very much a problem in this country, but like. All this right, movie. listen. I'm gonna back out of the room for a minute. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you explain it. Um, I, uh, um. No, it's uh, like a lot of the examples are very heavy-handed. But that's why. It, but it, I, I just keep going back to the fact that it's immediately after World War II. Yeah, and it's, and it's all very real. an influx of of Jewish immigrants, immigrant, immigrant, right? Coming to, uh, yes. going to. Um, Import export. <laughs> so he he uh he's finding it. He can't get a housing because no one will rent to a Jewish family. Um, 
And then country, man. Uh, Gregory Peck explains like what he's doing. He's going to try to expose all this. And Dave's like, all right, man, hey, do what you got to do. But you, but you probably careful. don't want to attach your name to it. Yeah, this 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 is going to just why would you willingly invite this kind of bullshit yeah. into your life? Um, uh, he's like, hey, I'm a I'm a Jewish fellow. I'm not I'm just trying to tell you what's going on here. In another, in just another, like, just incredible, like, uh, there's, like, a, a moment where he, uh, his name is Green, so he goes down to the mailbox in the building, and he crosses out Green, and he writes Greenberg. Oh, yeah. And then like the right maintenance man's like, the... hey, you can't, you can't do that. And he's like, I'll fucking do whatever I want. I will punch you in the throat if you try to erase it. Um, his mom gets sick with a very convenient heart condition, uh, and then the doctor comes in. Uh, and he's recommended all these specialists, specialists, but uh, Gregory Peck's got the name of a different specialist who has a Jewish name. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's like, uh, hey, I, uh, <laughs> I'd never tell you not to go to that guy. I'm just saying he's going to be a little cheap. And it's just like, okay, guy. All right, we get it. Uh, it's like, you mean affordable? Yeah. <laughs> because uh, he's not going to take uh, disgusting advantage of me in this time of need. Um, they want to go, uh, they're going up to, uh, uh, so Gregory Peck and this, uh, the niece, the preschool niece, they, uh, they get engaged real fast and they're, they're planning on a honeymoon up at a, yeah, dude, at a swanky hotel in Vermont at the Flume Inn. Overstated how bad that lady is. Um, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to, we're coming to her. Is that where it is? Vermont? I know they say the White Mountains, so, um, so uh, and then they're like, "Whoa, bro, you can't go up there. They don't. That it's a. Is it a real place or is no, it? No, no. I looked no. it up. Um, what I can't remember. How do they? Uh, it does. It seems like a Von Trapp type of deal. Yeah. How do they refer to it? Is it restricted? Restricted. They say it's a restricted hotel, and so Gregory Peck, uh, because they've had to uh, postpone the no, wedding. I've already, I've already made uh, reservations. They've already told me I'm good. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna fly up there anyway, just to like just to get the uh, the story. And uh, they are fucking super rude. Must to be him. nice to be able to give those give that receipt to it the company must be and say nice. pay that. It pay must for those, be nice. Those tickets. To fly give me a per diem. I'd like to get story. a sandwich. You gotta get a sandwich. I'd like to get a sandwich. Well, I'm waiting for the plane. Um, no, he take. They take a. They're big train people, huh? No, is he, that this movie? No, no trains. He specifically says he's gonna fly up there. I remember that because they they canceled. They have to postpone the honeymoon first. I think because the mom is sick or something. I don't fucking remember. Uh, t- little Tommy. His friends. My mom, she's real sickly, huh? She's real sickly. Dude. They keep feeding her arsenic, I think. Yeah, that's probably the problem. Uh, little Tommy is getting bullied at school because people are finding out that his dad is pretend Jewish. Um, <laughs> I mean, what a way to get picked on. Uh, this is where Kathy really exposes herself as a dumb cunt, and she. Uh, now, no, they, they. Uh, I mean, they think he's Jewish, though. That's that's when. Well, that's. She- when she this pod right yeah and he comes home tommy's on coming home because he got bullied because they kept calling him a dirty jew quotes around that and she's like no 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 it's not true because you're not you're not one of those it's people. just a mistake it's just a that we're just once you explain yeah oh god don't let anybody ever think that you're one of them and then gregory peck's like um whoa, the guy, whoa, whoa, bitch, whoa. what are you fucking insane he says ah, 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 ah. nah 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 
Then he has uh-uh. then he has the heart to heart with Dean Stockwell, and uh, and he explains that uh, um, that quantum physics work. Yes, yes. That you was have a- to get Scott Bakula. You have to get him back. One of these days, he's going to leap into his own body. Dude, they should reboot that. Are they both still alive? Back uh, in alive, right? Yeah, dude. I, I, you can't watch that. Dean Stockwell is like almost 90 years old. He's not doing Yeah, but you put him in the time machine? That's Send a him mo- back to uh, the 80s? Dude, I, got, I loved fucking Quantum Leap. Dude, it was one of my favorite shows, dude. It's so good. It's got to um, be streaming on something, right? It's got to be. It's got to be, right? I say, mark my words. HBO Max. When we finish this podcast, we get through all the Academy Award movies. I say we stop the podcast and we just watch Quantum Leap on our own time. <laughs> um, Good uh, plan. Kathy's sister, uh, they're going to have an engagement party. This The Wikipedia that I'm reading off of is all out of order, but Kathy's sister wants to throw them an engagement party. And uh, she, wants, she wants Gregory Peck to drop the act for uh, a week because... Uh, Darian. That's Jane Wyman. Yes, Jane Wyatt. Jane Wyman is uh, Ronald Reagan's original wife, and she won. uh, No, Jane. Jane. That's Jane Wyatt. That's not Jane Jane Wyman. Wyman. It's Jane Wyman. Not. No. Am I wrong? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude! You don't gotta be aggressive. You're in my house. Uh, But I'm telling you, you've said it four times. Treat me like a human being. You keep saying it like it's fact, and it's not. (laughs) It's not even the right person. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what we do nowadays. Jane I don't just keep saying it like it's Wyman fact. is Ronald Reagan's first yeah. wife. And she was the in Gentleman's Agreement. in this movie is Jane Wyatt. No, she was in The it's, Go-Go's. Oh, my God. I fucking... I know. Hate you. <laughs> and you hate yourself. That's the thing. You're like the secretary in this film. You hate yourself. Oh, but I never changed my name. Yeah, but you've never <laughs> pretended to be anything but you. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. I've been shaming the name the whole time. <laughs> uh, you're like, Iris need not apply? No problem. Yeah, Wasn't right planning at. on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is This is maybe the funniest we've ever been. And no one's going to listen to it because it's about a movie that no one could give fucking two shits about. Yeah, I don't even care about it, dude. Anyway, they go up and they have a fucking go to Connecticut and it turns out all the people are shitty because he's Jewish. Do you get it yet? Do you understand what's happening in the film? No, but none of these people can recognize that they don't like Jewish people because they're stupid. Um. I'm surprised that there was no blackface in this, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm I look, thank God. Could they have put one black person in the movie? Probably. Sure. No, but I'm surprised that nobody was wearing blackface just to sell a point. <laughs> he was like, Well, it, uh, we we brought you in to do this article on anti Semitism because of the time that you pretended to be a black man to get into Harvard. Yeah, like there's one point when uh I think we already talked about it, when they're all telling the the Jewish jokes in the uh oh yeah was it in the newspaper room or? yep yeah i think when they're meeting the they're having the meeting of all the the people on staff and stuff it's just like hmm, that was really popular then huh yeah there's another scene where they meet a like some famous astrophysicist or some shit oh yeah at the meeting and he's like he's like i'm jewish but like i don't believe in god 
uh, identify myself as an American, which I'm kind of like, is that bad? It's it. He's it feels like he's being doing that. Yeah, it it feels like you're the only like. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the Jewish faith. I don't believe in religion. Uh, I don't believe in God. I'm a man of science. So, I don't know. That's the one that I had the I had the most question marks about. That, uh, but that's because his dick was hanging out of his, his pants. His dick was, and it was, it was fucking Dude, circumcised. Zip it up. And I'd never seen it before. Put your dick in. Wait, where's the hood on your hoodie? A foreskin. I um, yeah. So anyway, so quick. So fucking fast. Um, yeah, but they have the party and everybody's nice to to Gregory Peck, but uh, just like fifty people canceled at the last minute. Um, which I mean, it was probably weather related. His uh, his buddy Dave announces that he has to quit this new job because he can't find a home for his family. Uh, Kathy has a a vacant cottage in Connecticut that she was supposed to live there with her first husband, but uh, they got divorced before they ever moved in. Um, and Kathy is uh, she's completely unwilling to let Dave live in this cottage with and, his family. Because and also, just for the record, Connecticut's a big fucking state, dude. It's, it's huge. like, oh, I have a house in Connecticut. Yeah, where? Well, clearly it's close by. Otherwise, he wouldn't offer it up as a solution. Okay, it's not like it's Darien, Connecticut, is yeah. where it took place, right? Yeah, who the fuck knows where that is, Sean? Listen, it's on the eighty. I believe it's on eighty four by. It's Hartford. on eighty four, or it's on ninety five. It's on one of the two Hartford. damn roads. Yeah, that's pretty close to New York hey, City. Why are you yelling at me, man? Because I We're don't on the like same you. Side. I don't None of us like, like you. Us. Oh yeah. Uh, well, she won't let Dave's family move in there because she doesn't want to offend her neighbors by renting it to a Jewish family. And then he's like, uh, "You know what? This sucks. You're out." Uh, and then he announces he's going to leave New York. As soon as the uh, the article comes out. And take the train back to California. Take the train back to Cali. He's going, going back, back on the train. Uh, they, uh, the the article comes out and everybody loves it, including uh, Celeste Holm, the fashion editor, who he absolutely should be fucking raw dogging in a fucking all over the place. Yeah. That, that Doesn't make a lick of sense. Doesn't make it. She's wonderful. Not this fucking... Uh, Jew hating uh, fiance. Um, yeah, there's a, they have a heart to heart, and I could not for the life of me figure out what it was because I was just overwhelmed by Celeste Holmes' beauty and acting abilities. Uh, da, 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 yep. So then, uh, Kathy and Dave have a scene together. Dave, the buddy, and Kathy, the fiance, where uh. They bang. They just go they at just it. Go fucking smash. Smash. He's like, smash he's like, down. I'm not married tonight. Whips off yeah, his it's ring. He's like, listen, you got to leave. She's talking about how they were at a party and somebody told a bigoted joke and then she got so upset. And then Dave's like, well, what did you do about it? And she's like, I got upset. He's like, yeah, but what did you do? I wanted to yell. I, but what did you do? I wasn't happy. Like, yeah, but what did you So, and then she's like, oh, I'm the problem. I should have set that house on fire. Yeah. And then he, uh, the next day, Dave comes in and he goes, all right, pal, I'm staying. I'm going to move into your dame's house in Darien, Connecticut. And she's going to move in with her sister to make sure that nobody fucks with us. 
And then he runs off like, oh, thank God, Kathy, let me smooch you to death. And then that's the end of the movie. But we hate Kathy. We hate her. Go to go to Celeste Holm, whoever, whatever her fucking Yeah, and she her. even, Celeste Holm was even like, hey, I'm waiting. I'm available. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Uh, Celeste Holm, she'll be. Uh, I'm DTF. I'm Celeste and I'm DTF. She's uh she'll pop back up in All About Eve, I believe. Yeah, I she's in All About Eve. She's in High Society, I think. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm excited for All About Eve. That's in uh That's a, a good weeks. One. Uh but that's Gentleman's Agreement. The Gentleman's Agreement, of course, refers to the gentleman's agreement that Darien, Connecticut has to not let Jewish people live in it. Yeah, and I think it might be uh more widespread than just Darien, Connecticut. Yeah, I don't think it's so centralized. <laughs> Uh, and I'll tell you this, that's not an agreement between gentlemen. Uh, this movie is okay. Boondock Saints 2. I don't, I don't think, uh... I found the last ten minutes, uh, took forever. Oh, so long. It got very preachy at the end, which, hey, I get it, you know, I get it, but... It's got big after-school special energy. It does. And, uh, that's fine. Not every movie's gonna be, uh... A winner, but um, no, but you could use more uh, kids on PCP if you're gonna go after school special. It just it feels very heavy handed uh, in uh, 2021 in a way that I did not was not like super pumped about. Yeah, but I mean that's only because we defeated the Nazis and we, we, know that we don't have to worry about. Yeah, anti-Semitism's we. Yeah. Settled all those problems. It's all settled. Um, yeah, well, that's Gentleman's Agreement, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the winner. F- fucking. Of the 1948 Academy Awards. Gentleman's fucking agreement, ladies and gentlemen. And next week, friends, another. Next week, get Chuck, this. Could you tell me? Another Academy Award winning film. <laughs> they keep making them. Yeah, from 1948. They directed keep making them. We'll keep watching them. By Lawrence Olivier, written by William Shakespeare. Oh, it's this Hamlet. Is it, right? It's Hamlet. Uh, one of the greatest uh, stories of all time. It's Hamlet too. Uh, no, that did not. It was not nominated <laughs> for Best Picture. That movie sucks. Is it bad? It was not good. I'm gonna watch it uh, so that I can talk Steve, about it yes. during the. Maybe I'll rewatch it too. Yeah, you should. If we're gonna watch Hamlet, you should definitely watch Hamlet too. Uh, that's that's the movie. I think Elizabeth Shue plays herself. And also Hamlet 3D. Hamlet two. Holy Hamlet shit. Hamlet four, the final chapter. I haven't thought about that, dude. I dude, I went on a I went on a run. I watched six Halloween. No, five Halloweens because I didn't rewatch Halloween three. But I watched. Uh, Halloween, Halloween two, and then four, five, and six. You didn't do season of the witch again, huh? No, I, I mean I've. You I, just stuck with Michael Myers' story. I wanted to get through the, uh, the three fucking cult one, the weird ones, four, five, and six, and they are, four is actually pretty good. Is that's returns, right? Yeah, uh, with the niece and she's in the clown costume from the first movie. It's actually it's a fun one. Five sucks. Is that the one with Paul Rudd? Six has Paul Rudd. That one is that one sucks too. What's five? H two O? No, five is uh six is the curse of Michael Myers. Four is the return. Oh, what the fuck is Halloween five? God damn of course you'd ask the goddamn question. 
to the thing that we were talking about. Halloween. I can't see anything. Five. Halloween the Revenge five. of Michael Myers. Uh, it stinks. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how's the mask in that? Dude, the mask always looks the same. I don't know what people get so hung no, up on the fucking Michael Myers have masks. Have you? So, uh, did you watch Halloween Kills? No, only the scene where Lenny gets Scott. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, we already spoiled that. I think we talked about it. No one, and no one, no absolutely, one. no one's gonna watch it. So. I've not seen such. It's the opposite of Dune. Where not one person has said one nice thing about yeah, Halloween I, Kills. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard anything good about it. It's everybody. And hates I mean, it. I did. I tr- fucking. I tried going back, and I'll probably watch it someday. I'll probably rewatch. I think, dude. There's no way it's as bad as five and six. Six is the weird one. Paul Rudd is plays Tommy Doyle, the kid from the that she babysat in the first movie, and he's obsessed with. Finding where Michael Myers that is one's, from. It's streaming on. I I started it. But. That one's on. It's on Showtime right now. It's uh. It's worth watching because they try. They go to some fucking wacky places in that one, and it's just like, man, this this thing. You guys are trying for something here, and I respect that. But this sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know why we're even talking about this. The episode's over. Halloween's over, dude. What are we doing? Listen. Are we still recording? Did you shut it off? Listen, Sean, are you got you got to acknowledge me. You can't just walk out. This is your recording equipment. Are you going to take it? All right, I'll probably just FedEx it to you then. <laughs>